ensure you're safe in Neverwitch. How? You have broken the spirits of my kin. It is no longer a refuge. You still have family? I'm also your kin. You can build a new home. I knew love, Father. I left a queen, and now I have nothing. Edward's victory has been my undoing. Rhode Island, welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So grab an ale, sit back and relax, and let's see how England was born. Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I was I was genuinely saddened uh, by this episode, like genuinely mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. saddened. Like that sucks. Agreed. Really <sighs> sad. And the funny thing is, did not anticipate that whatsoever. Like it's, it's not that the, I didn't anticipate the death or anything like that. It's just I didn't anticipate feeling the way that I did. Um, concerning Sig Trigger and what that meant for Stiora and I mean hashtag spoilers Sig, Sig Trigger dies um, but yeah Blake I, I, I know it's that's it's a joke Mary uh. <laughs> it's a joke <laughs> like you always take me seriously every time I say that yep. I don't know why sorry Oh man. Anyway, so yeah, no, I was genuinely saddened by that. That was that was tough, and and be, just given the nature of of how that relationship uh, started and evolved, I I, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes, you know. It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack, my friends. But before we do, we want to remind you to hit subscribe to that podcast. And also make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube because we are podcasting a lot. Obviously, this being the final season of The Last Kingdom. We're doing other things after this and during this, including House of the Dragon and much more. Head on over to maryantblake.com to see all of our podcasts and blogs. And if we have brought you joy, if we've kept you company, if you have laughed and cried along with us, we highly recommend that you head on over to jointhenerdclan.com. This is where you can show your listener support. Truly, we are like PBS, listener supported, and that is what makes us be able to pay for our website fees and our equipment and our hosting fees. And this is what allows us to do this as um, a mostly part-time job for both of us, which equals out to be a full-time job and then some. (laughs) So know that um, we are able to create content like this because of you. So head on over, jointhenerdclan.com. And on that note, let's get into the show. Everybody, this was, of course, episode six. Ugh. Okay, just think ice. Right? That's all you gotta know. If you already binged this season and you don't know which episodes was the ice one, friends, where Sid Trigger dies, and Edward and Sid Trigger both have the same idea to jump on over this ice-ridden land and kill, kill Ethelhelm's whatever family and friends and soldiers and instead Sid Trigger dies because Edward comes over and is like oh man I was gonna be cool with him but like now he's killing Saxons and I can't I can't not kill him <laughs> cannot so he, he has him killed sure after a bunch of them drown in a frozen lake of doom and Father Pierla gets pierced oh oh that, That's all you need to you know. know. What, you know what that is? Not great, Bob. There's some teenager running away, and I don't even care. <laughs> don't even care at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? We'll get into that oh, as well. Yeah. All right. So this episode, as Mary said, was episode two, oh, I'm sorry, 506. Yeah. And it was directed by Paul Wilmshurst, who actually directed the last two episodes of uh, 
the last game. I almost said Game of Thrones. Uh, that was that would have been bad. The last two episodes of The Last Kingdom. And the writer was Alex Straker. This is the only episode that Alex is writing of The Last Kingdom at all. Uh, he has re- written other episodes of television, including East Enders and uh, also Holby City. So, so a lot of British TV. So if you're into mm-hmm. those kind of things, do that on your own time. Mm-hmm. Marvin, your Shields rating... How many shields are you given episode 506? Uh, 4.7. Okay, no, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. That's not bad. I'm going to go with a 4.1. Uh, okay. I feel like this episode was a major step back mm-hmm. for this season. Again, not because it was it was a bad episode, but because you know they had so much good momentum going in. And there's a lot of things I think that happen here that happened because the show needs it to happen. Okay. And when that's when that kind of stuff happens, I am done. I I, I am out. And that's okay. why I'm giving it a four one. It's lucky that it even got a four one for me. Okay. Um, so that's that. You're good, you're bad, and you're right. My good. Bebenberg. Gotta mention. We've got Whitgar of Bebenberg hanging yes. on out with the Scots, but the word Bebenberg is here. So it's coming back. Thank you. Thank our stars, okay? Because it has been a while, and we need justice for Bianca. Well, it is the yeah, it's true. It, it's it's the last season, so you would imagine that the way that the first season began, that they would hopefully come back to it in the final wow. season. My bad. Yep. Okay. Sit trigger. Just got a new hairdo. <laughs> Just got it. Looking good with the hair too. Oh my god! At least his head wasn't cut off, because mm-hmm. at least his hair will be fine. You know, don't you hate that when you get a new outfit and then you get a stain on it, and yeah. you're like, I, or like you, you spill get a pull, ketchup on it. Oh, like, you know, yeah. if you have like a shirt and then there's a pull in it, and you're like, oh my god, this was brand new. We just had a brand new sit trigger dead. My heart broke. You got a pull. My heart broke. <laughs> and then my great, which also could have been my bad. <sighs> There are only three of us, Lord. Oh, man. When Uhtred's that... making this plan and he's like, okay, and then like we're going to break off in quarters and we're going to attack from the four quarters. <sighs> There's only three of us, Lord. That was- a... Just remember? Yeah. Us first dead. That's a really, really great pull from you, Mary, uh, but in a good way. Um, <clears throat> but also- Not a pull in your sweater. Not, not, not a pull in like Sig Trigger dying way. Um, but also, it's such a smart way for um, Alex Straker to acknowledge the fact that Osfurth's death mm-hmm. happened. But Uhtred is so in the zone, he doesn't even realize it. Yeah. You know, and that speaks so many different levels as to what is happening, who's with who, and how this seems, Osfurth's death seems to like really ruin yep. um, Finnan. Yeah. He's even wearing his blanket. Oh my God, Finnan. If they take <laughs> Finnan from me. Nah, Finnan ain't going anywhere. Hey, because Perlick no, no per- is now like on his last leg. Oh. I don't know if he's going to make it. They already killed Osforth. <laughs> now it's a trigger. If they touch a wee bonnie hair on my Finnan. Mm-hmm. Did a fire He's Irish, but it's fine. Um, I know, but you said wee bonnie hair, oh, so, you know. I'm doing it. I got to get Jamie to come oh in there God. and comfort you. I am going to lose it. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. All right, my good. Uh, this goes to Ruby Hartley. Now, do you know who Ruby Hartley is, my love? Um, you know, there's only like two girls left in this show. So I'm going to say Stiora. Yes. They yes. killed all of Stiora's friends. That's true. Uh, all of Uhtred's girls. Yep. There's Brita. There's Brita. Is the queen, the teenager. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's Ruby Hartley. It is Stiora. Good guess. Thank you. I really like what she did during uh, the death scene uh, for Sig Trigger. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think that, that this episode... Uh, exists only to serve one thing, and that is Sig Trigger's death. Yes. I think there's a lot of flash in this episode. I think there's a lot of things that happen in this episode that are nice, mm-hmm. but the the what we should be taking out of all of this is Sig Trigger's death and what they accomplished during this scene, specifically with uh, with Steora and how all that stuff went down. Like she was in straight up shock, uh, and the way that Ruby Hartley portrayed it, yeah. I thought was spot on in every way. 
whether it is the actual scene itself, watching the battle commence as she was, uh, even the aftermath of all of it as she's walking behind Sig Trigger, talking to her dad as we played at the top of this episode, all truly excellent, mm-hmm. excellent, excellent stuff. She was outstanding. Between My, that and you know what, Mary, I, th- I think you're right. She deserves it. Yeah. Makes me wanna shout. And my bad. <sighs> There's <laughs> all right. There's a lot happening in this episode. Truth. And it all kind of needs to happen. So the show makes it all happen. There's a lot of decision making process that happens in 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 this in this episode. Uh, that I just don't get. In particular, the decision-making process behind Edward's choice to kill Sig Trigger, why that happens, how that happens. Why? Yeah. Because like, it's I, easy. This is so easy. Oh, cool. More land for me. And I don't even have to lose my soldiers. I know, but... It's like risk, but easy. But there, there's just something that... Like he decides that Sig Trigger is going to die and that he has to go fight Sig Trigger and join the fight and do the and punish him. Oh, you mean when he's on the hill? Yeah, when he's on the hill. I thought looking. you meant at the very end when he's like, oh, I got to kill somebody. Yeah, but he shouldn't have even had to do that, to be honest. Like there, what this was, was a giant misunderstanding. And, and Edward, in my opinion, is just being obdurate. Like he's I just don't think being... he could do it since his soldiers saw I don't think his soldiers could see all the Danes killing the Saxons. And that's what the Mercia guy was saying is like, listen, if we just knew about this, yeah, let them all kill each other. Awesome. But you've literally got like all of these Saxons behind us who are suited up, ready for yeah, war. Yeah, but once, the, once seeing... the news came out about Ethelhelm. Yeah, but still, like, it doesn't mean Ethelhelm's men were bad. Ethelhelm's Saxon, mm. Edward supporting men aren't bad you could be sitting there and your cousin could be one of Ethelhelm's men you know losing the next town over it's true and thinks he's fighting Edward's fight all those guys were told they were fighting Edward's fight could have been your cousin from Boston straight up could have been could have been Sam Uh, so so, I don't know Sam Adams that is and then there's other there's other decisions here like Steora just outside of the battle Um, and I think that there's I, I just I don't buy it plus on top of that Half of this episode is just watching Uhtred and the the other two just ride a horse. Which I am here for as well. Uh, I am not. It's just riding horses. (laughs) You know what I'm done with? What? Dumbrida. I think that's coming to a close real soon. Because, okay, we thought that things were going well. All right, cool. I'm going to go to Wessex. Nice. We'll, like, you know, come and figure ourselves out. And then... For Father Peerleg drops that he has some knowledge. And then, like, that's the other thing, too. Like, that's a decision that was made that I don't think Father Peerleg, the character, would have made. Why not? He would have... He's tired and hungry. He's not thinking straight. I just... I disagree. And I think Father Peerleg would have been truthful about what he learned. And that would not have led to Father Peerleg getting stabbed. And that would have not led to Brita turning the way that she did. To me, it it turns back to, well, we can't have Brita just be... BFFs with Uhtred anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, she cut off his his son's uh, uh, his uh, his his hot dog. Yeah, li- like little we Uhtred, we Uhtred. Yeah, we. <laughs> so like we we Uhtred. The, the Franken beans are gone. You know, so like the we Uhtred of we Uhtred. Yes, that's what so like it. you can't you can't come back from that. Is it the Frank? Is it the beans? Everything? I don't know. How do you pee when the Frank is gone? That's a good point. I assume it was just the beans. Probably just the beans. Yeah. What whatevs? I don't know how castration works. Okay. Whatevs. Either way, all I'm saying is, it's just it's bad news, and I just don't. I think a lot Google of the decision making process here is problematic. Uh, but my great, I have a tie, and that first goes to the direction um, of the the battle. Um, mm-hmm. at the camp I thought that was what so castration is the removal removal of testicles from a male animal or man okay so just the beans yeah but I want to know what is it called if you cut off the the frank uh, I don't know don't, don't, don't google image I am not, that I am not, not google image that castration is, oh. that is horrifying <laughs> what 
just happened on our... We might get red flagged by the FBI for that. <laughs> it was like ancient Chinese diagrams. Like that... It wasn't even like modern science. It was like old school. How... Brita Googled it and that's what she used. <laughs> oh my God. Holy smokes. The CIA is looking at our house right now. Yeah. They're like, there's some weird stuff happening in Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> we need to figure that out. Uh, at any rate, Mary, oh man, that just threw me off. Emasculation is where the testicles and the penis are removed together. You can uh-huh. literally take the frank and the beans. I probably might Google image that. Don't. Why are we Google imaging this? I'm learning for the show. Yeah, but wow, man. Okay, <laughs> I am not going to look at your screen whatsoever. Don't. Here we go. We're moving on. Mm-mm. So the you got me all thrown Cause, off because we don't know what happened to Euterid. We don't know what I think was he was taken. just. I think I think just the beans were probably taken. Maybe there's a Google. What happened to Euterid? Frank beans both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, now you got me all thrown off. However, because- if you Google image what is emasculation, you'll see flowers. They find the male parts of the flower. <laughs> Okay, that's how, much how am I supposed to, to talk about anything else now other than go for uh, it? I don't know what you're talking about. Being castration, yeah. You see, you're not even listening. Oh my goodness gracious! You know, oh my goodness. Oh, how to tell sex. when the when you hosts take and you, like, aren't sex listening? It on the other flower. <laughs> you didn't know that. You have to like sex flowers. We have lost Mary, ladies and gents. You have to because of the shortage of bees. You got to go around with like Q-tips and like sex I, flowers. I see you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do you gotta pretend you're an you avatar do, you have to do avatar connecting with yeah, your hair this is what people do man that's we have lost mary ladies and gents yep i mean we, we might as well she might as well be on freaking pluto right now <laughs> we've gone down a rabbit hole and the whole show is go. just gone yep don't don't google search what is emasculation penis that is <laughs> not good <laughs> oh no what are we Yikes. <laughs> Don't do that, my friends. Listen. Don't. Anybody at the CIA, if you're listening right now, it ain't my fault. You know, <laughs> I still go back and forth if I'm running for Congress. If, if I die in a mysterious way, they are totally going to look at your, your search history and blame you for it. <laughs> as long as your Frankenbeans are okay, they will know it's not me. Oh, man. Off the rails. How can I talk about anything now? Thank you, Mary. Okay, so Migrate. We're still on Migrate, by the way. And we're 17 minutes into this bad boy. Mm -hmm. Um, Migrate is the direction uh, from the battle scene uh, in conjunction with the choreography of what was going on. I felt like this was uh, directed very well. It was in your face, but I, I knew where I was at all times. I had an understanding of where the characters were. More specifically, I oh, felt what I remember what I was going to say. We're talking about Brita, yes, and how she was getting better, yes. And then they change their minds. And what I don't like is she stabs Father Pureleg and then says, "Tell Uhtred I'm coming for him." Uh huh. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> like, what? Do, why do you, Captain Obvious? If you live, tell him I'm coming yeah. for him. Like. I would have said that. I would have said, thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> You've castrated or emasculated his son. Don't know. Don't Google it. Don't Google it, Brita. She already did. <laughs> You've tried to kill his daughter. Yep. I don't know if Uhtred knows you're coming for him. Mm. I don't know. You've yelled it at, at dying Danes. and Good point. Well, and it's not like Uhtred's been, you know, gotten the 411 that you guys were cool with each other for, for like or, three and a half seconds. Or I would have like held my stabbed body and said, yeah, you and what army? <laughs> you going to go find some more paint people? Yeah. Good jumping luck in that. holes? Good luck with that. That went, no, that went well. <laughs> How'd that work for your daughter? Oh my God. <laughs> How's that working for you? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I just... Dumb. Dumb. It, like there is some de- again. There are some decisions in this episode that were mm-hmm. made that I'm just questioning. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the great goes, I, ha- I have to be able to finish this. The direction in conjunction with the choreography, I thought it was fantastic. It was visceral. Yet at the same time, I thought that it was frantic uh, because of the search 
uh, for um, Uhtred to try to find Sig Trigger and, and making it all stop. I thought that was excellent stuff. And the fighting, I thought, was exceptionally well choreographed, um, especially as it relates to Sig Trigger and his brother, how they were fighting off the army, uh, and just seeing all the different moves. And, and then Alexander Draymond with Uhtred ma- making all of his moves and spinning and twirling in. And I just thought it was spectacular. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it stands out more than any other episode of uh, for choreography, but for some reason, this just felt different. Yeah. Uh, and my other great, though... Really, and again, I, I know we've said before in, 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 in these episodes that we have slowly warmed up to Alexander Draymond, mm-hmm. but his acting when he finally does kill Sig Trigger was spectacular. That entire scene was outstanding. As a matter of fact, I just got to give it again. By the way, our kids come down and play your sound effects on the iPad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They, uh, at our walk yesterday, they sang that, I'm pretty sure in tune. And then afterwards, <laughs> they just kept going. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. That's how they- I'm Ron Burgundy. Because the other day, mm-hmm. the other day that we were driving, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, our son, he, he's like, he's like, hey, dad. I said, yeah. He goes, you're a cousin from Boston. I was yeah. like, how do you know that? Yeah. How did they come down? They play these sound effects, and then they both started saying it to each other. Yep, over and over and over again in the car. I must have heard that phrase at least a million times. They think our little soundboard <laughs> is the coolest thing, and they quote it. Oh my goodness! So um, that scene was great, and how uh, how he reacted to that death scene. It reminded me, I think, what is the gold standard of what Alexander Draymond can do. Mm-hmm. And that is the scene with Hild in season two in the wheat, if you remember that, and in the grass fields. Yes. Uh, oh, I love with that. The, with they the, love grass. Yeah. With the um, with the sun coming down after he gets rescued from being a slave and all that. Like that to me is gold standard, mm-hmm. Alexander Draymond. This death scene is right there with that. I thought that was spectacular. Ugh. Not even single tear, just like a dam of water. In his eyeball. Right. Like we, we've praised uh, Sterling K. Brown mm-hmm. for the single tear. Mm-hmm. I, I have to praise Alexander Draymond for the, the, the dam that. I don't even know how eyeballs hold on to that much without it pouring out. <laughs> like that looked like the equivalent of a full bladder, but like in you, an eye. But you can't see. Like there's so much water. You know, like when you get water in your eye and you can't, like when you come out of the pool. Yeah. And like you like have to like wipe your eyes a little bit. He, they must have squirt and said, you better not close your eye. Do not close your eyes. <laughs> you sit there and you take it. <laughs> um, I just, there's there's a lot here. Um, a lot of good and a lot of bad. And in particular, and it's going to sound like I'm out on this episode. I'm not. I'm not for the reasons that I explained to you in my good and my great. But, like, there are just some things I... I, I Decisions that were made that I can't have, like Stiora being out in the woods yeah. just alone uh, as the battle was commencing, mm. 0.0 chance that happens on two levels. One, there's no way Sig Trigger makes her stay alone. Agreed. Number two, there's no way Stiora is not part of this battle. Agreed. And the only reason why the show needs her to be away from the battle and uh, on the hill as as you know or whatever as she's overlooking the battle mm-hmm. is because the show needs her to survive no matter what and that means she can't die in the battle and number 2 when edward comes back and says hey we got to kill somebody somebody's got to answer they have to have an excuse to make sure that stiora does not die mm-hmm. and that is utrid saying sire or you know your grace whatever hey king she she didn't kill a single Saxon. Didn't happen. Can you spare her for me as my, as her father? Can you do that for me? And because she didn't kill nobody, that means Edward is given the opportunity to not kill her. Mm-hmm. What do you think about all that, Mary? Um, I didn't. I wasn't bothered by it. I would have hoped that she would have had a guard or two. Or at least like one of those really cool cloaks that the hobbits have that you can put over yourself and you look like a rock. Mm-hmm. So 
if and when <laughs> another army came, she could just camouflage and hide. Because mm-hmm. you're right. Who would just leave this woman yeah. out in the woods by herself Alone. without a magical hobbit cloak? Like the <laughs> or like, you know. A brute. Uh, or the... Um, Oh, what that the the invisible blanket from Harry Potter? What the hell's the name of it? <laughs> Harry's Harry cloak. Yeah. What invisibility is it? cloak. The invisibility cloak. Yeah, you know that wall in Berlin. What's the name of that? <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Oh man. So yeah, I just I don't buy the fact that she's that she's out there all alone and and like, you know, just stuff happens because it needs to happen mm-hmm. and like. Um, you know, for example, Ethelhelm doesn't die in this episode and he continues on because protect me at all costs. Yeah, like it and and like Finn and chooses it just like felt like okay, we need these things to happen, but we're gonna do X amount of things so that nobody dies, you know, for the most part. I mean, a lot of people died. No, just but not like people that no we one that we're about. watching, no one, no one that we really care about. My heart about. is still in mourning over Osfrith, okay? Yeah. I too would have said, let's and, attack all four sides. And the more than likely death of Father Purelig. I mean, you saw the blood that was coming out of his stomach. I mean, my own. I, I don't think anybody's surviving that kind of stab wound. Nope. Not even Jon Snow <laughs> with all the plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, even though I'm. It sounds like I'm down on this episode. I'm not, but I'm just I'm just not on I'm not as high on it as I probably think other people have been. Um I did really 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 love the uh the stillness of crossing the ice and the choice that Sig Trigger has to make between listening to his wife and listening to his brother. And he still listens to his brother and it leads to their untimely Demise, mm-hmm. uh, not the brother, but his uh, Sigtrigger's untimely demise, and I love how he says to his to Sior, "If I just listened to my wife, none of this would have happened." Like, we, like, yep. If we, you know, uh, you I mean, know. can that just be written in every book? <laughs> can that just be a Mary and Blake media commandment? Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but the stillness of the ice. And when he puts his head down oh, to listen, you when you you know the the sound engine, uh, the sound design for that ice movement, I thought was, was especially brilliant. when he when he puts his head down on the ice to listen. I thought that was exquisite. I'm here for any ice. Okay, I'm here for the rise of the guardians with the ice breaking. I'm here for Jurassic World falling or Dominion whatever mm-hmm. with ice and the dinosaur into the ice. I'm here for all of it. Yeah, if there is ice and people on it, whether they die or not. I'm in. I yeah. love winter. <laughs> winter is coming. I love hearing the cracking. I love seeing how people try to help. I would have thought that Vikings would have done a much better job at understanding ice thickness and mm-hmm. how to help people if they fell through the ice. They kind of just looked like dumb sticks. Like, I know how to better save somebody when the ice starts to crack. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, man. They're Vikings. Right? Wouldn't that be in your va- basic Viking training? I feel like that, yeah. <laughs> How to be proper on ice. How to, like, not die on ice. How to save your friend if the ice does crack. Yeah. You know what? I feel like that should be part of your basic training. I. Like, that should be part of the manual. Was I yelling it when I was sitting with you? Like, why are they not on all fours dispersing their weight more evenly rather than on their two heavy freaking feet? Mm. You, like know what you, I, you know what I had a question about? Would love to know, because maybe you don't know proper ice training either. I definitely don't have the proper ice training. <laughs> You're going to be the one that falls. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there was a scene when Stiora is crossing the ice behind Sigtrigger. She crosses the ice. As she's crossing the ice, the, the shot of her crossing and then getting onto land, mm-hmm. it was dark. The next shot of her Freaking bright as day. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? I don't know. Those are like the little continuity things yeah. that drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Though, I will say that the fact the show calls out how uh, finicky the weather is in Mercia and what that means for the ice, um, 
Like, wait, what do you want to know? How finicky the water is? N- no, no, no. I'm saying what I what I did like is that what they I think what the show tried to do was that they crossed it, you know, at the dead of night or mm-hmm. like you know right before everybody woke up. So mm-hmm. it's still night out. The ice is strong enough to hold, but it's cracking on the way. And then after the battle commences and ostensibly the water heats up a little bit and mm-hmm. the ice melts a little bit because of daytime as they come running back over the ice because of how finicky the weather is in Mercia as Steora has noted it all starts to crack and everybody's falling through the ice holes you should have known just by the color of it well what i mean what color is it the supposed safe, to be the safe the safe ice is like blue to clear needs to be at least four inches, preferably six inches thick. Okay. Okay. This was like choppy, gross white. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> preferably. <laughs> I'm six. All right. Um. I don't know. I just I thought that was an interesting thing, and I, and I wouldn't call that foreshadowing necessarily. Um. I would call that a payoff. It wasn't even a rope. What do you mean? You should have a rope. What do you mean you should have rope? Going across the ice. Well, I think that was that was a late blooming plan. I don't think they were like, How do get Vikings the rope. not have ropes in their basic toolkit? <laughs> Isn't this in the Viking manual? Yes. <laughs> have a rope at all times? <laughs> I'm just mad. I'm just mad. You hear a crack, you keep walking on two legs. Spread out your weight, lay down, roll. Yeah. I'll, I'm done. I'm done. I don't know. And like, I, I think about the other stuff that happens in this episode, like Ethelstan. Ethelstan gets attacked during that night. Oh, I and loved that. I, I liked it too. But the fact of the matter is, everybody else got their asses handed to them mm-hmm. when they were sleeping, except Ethelstan. Well, he was taught by Uhtred. I know, but... No, no, I think that that's Uhtred stuff. That's Uhtred know. wise. I don't know. I'm not sure if I could make that. I, I'm okay with it. Leap. And I love that he like, what, bit the guy's throat and then broke his pinky back. I'm going to remember that move. That move that, that like saved that his life. Yeah. Breaking that pinky. I can break a pinky. I don't even think, I think he did the, I think he did the forefinger and the pinky well, at the same time. I would time. probably just be able to do a pinky if I was being attacked. But that scene gave me hope yes. that I can survive an attack. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to find a pinky and I'm good. <laughs> or a just jugular. Start turning. Or maybe he bit his chin. I don't know what he bit because I don't like that stuff. So I closed my eyes. But I did see the pinky and I was like, who needs Kung Fu? Yeah. Who needs self-defense class? Pinky. Good point. Good point. And then, and then like Father Pureleg and Brita end up discovering this dude on the road, who yeah. just happens to still be alive, who just happens to die at the same time that they talk to him. Wasn't he Steora's friend? I don't I'm know. Like, he, I think he's like the second hot guy. Oh, the no, guy no, no, that no, was no. in the cages no, and no, no, stuff. That, that, and... No, no, no. He's still alive. He's still alive. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe it was his cousin from Boston. <laughs> it was definitely his cousin from Boston. His, his cousin from Copenhagen. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. He just happens to find the guy. The guy just happens to live long enough to tell them about Uhtred and the whole thing. And then Brita just happens to find out and just happens to stab Father Pierling. It, it's just a lot. It just feels like very writerly that all this is happening. And that's I fine. And my sense is this is one of those episodes that's a major transition episode. We go from having Sig Trigger be the thing mm-hmm. along with Brita. And what now we're transitioning to Ethelhelm and what we have now come to discover, uh, King Constantine of Scotia. And like that's gonna be the thing. And the fight and the 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 uh, focus of the rest of this season, I would imagine, for the remainder of the, the third act, right? Cause this cause this is episode six. We're we're ending the second act with this. Episode seven begins the next act. Um, this feels like to me, they needed a bunch of things to be in place. And they said, well, we only got 10 episodes. All of these, all of this travel time needs to happen in one episode. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, we're going to make Uhtred. And we're, half, of this, half of the episodes is going to be Uhtred riding horses. And then they're going to get the information. And, and then they're not going to have the information in time. And then we're going to put all these pe- pieces in place to make sure that we get to Scotia by the end. That way... 
We can have the big final confrontation at the end between Scotia, uh, Northumbria, the, the forces from Edward, uh, and, and and we're going to combine it all together. Mm-hmm. It, like, it felt to me like moving chess pieces into place as opposed to characters making decisions that they would be do- that they would normally be making. Did you get that feel? I didn't really get that. I know you got kind of like crabbied about it and it being convenient and all this kind of stuff. I liked this episode a lot, so I don't feel any badness towards okay. it. The badness I feel is my mourning. <laughs> about finally seeing Whitgar. Are you happy that that's so pay excited off? for Aladdin to be back? Oh, that's right. We called him Aladdin. Mm. I forgot all about that. So happy. I love it. I love the Scots. I love Bebenberg. I'm just here for it all. Mm-hmm. And if there's chicken on that table, you know who's going to be there. Oh my God, if Heston. <gasps> like, as soon as I saw food, we haven't seen food for a while. That's and it true. really has been such a huge device mm-hmm. in this show in past seasons, uh, just sitting down in people's residences and eating all the time. And there hasn't been that much food. Mm-hmm. And here I am seeing it. And I'm like, I know who's coming. <laughs> he can smell it. I ha- he it's has like a, to. It's like a shock. He smells it 15 <laughs> miles away. <laughs> There's chicken. <laughs> uh, do you think Heston That's my come, hope. Do you think Heston comes back this season? Or do you think he, he, he did his duty and that's it? Like, I mean, in, uh, towards the story. I think he did his duty. I just would love to see him with chicken one more time. I would love to see chicken in hand. <sighs> Maybe we get a chicken in hand scene at the end of the season. Like maybe maybe he cheers with a chicken wing. Like here's a guarantee: Uhtred gets Bevenberg, mm-hmm. and Heston shows up, and they all have a feast, and they do the chicken cheer. They have a block party. They have a block party, <laughs> like okay. like the Sandlot. Okay. Fireworks are going yes. off, and everything. The kids are puking from having too much chew. <laughs> all the chew. Okay. <laughs> By the way, did that once? Did you once? Never do it again. Well, I've never done it. That ex- what you saw. In Sandlot is one hundred percent accurate. <laughs> that chew made me puke more. Oh my god, that was brutal. I did it in college one day, mm. my senior year. I'll never do it again. I was playing Madden, and all I saw was freaking fifteen TVs in front of me, and I was spinning—the worst kind of spins you've ever had in your life. That was awful. Sorry. Um. So we got Whitgar back. Obviously, we're heading towards the north. Obviously, this is there's going to be a thing with the king of Scotia. Um, and clearly, Ethel Helm has a plan to involve himself with the king of Scotia. I feel like that's where this is headed. I'm here for it. Um, yeah. I'm interested, I'm interested to see how they bring Wickar back, like fully and what that means for I don't that think character. it's gonna mean do too much for him he's lame but oh lastly I want to talk about Aelthwin who's that that is <laughs> Ethelfled's daughter uh, along with Aelthwin oh the teenager yeah okay well, she doesn't need a real name uh yeah the, the the princess the princess I am out 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 on this story exactly that's I why I just don't even care nothing to do with it goodbye and, and it's like they needed Ails with to do something, so they stuck her with Aelfwin, and they're like, "Go hide out." Like they, they gave, they're giving them the uh, the lost in jail scenes uh, with Sawyer and Jack and hashtag spoilers. Uh, <laughs> um, they're giving them like they're sticking them literally in jail. Like that's what they're doing. Um, I just I find that uh, highly unfortunate highly unfortunate so um i don't care that she ran away i don't care that you know Aylesworth is pissed off and i don't care that she's acting like a three-year-old you can't keep me in here forever you can't do this to me like and she's just being a total freaking knob just a donkey i don't even know what any of that means continue (laughs) knob It's just a knob. Like, I don't even just, know what knob means. Google. What it ain't is good. Knob? It ain't good. That's what I'll tell you. When, when a person, it, it, just, it says a person of wealth or high social position. No, like a K N O B, knob. <sighs> knob is sometimes confused with knob. <laughs> okay. This says a knob, a rounded lump or ball, especially at the end of the surface of something. Yeah, no, I know. I'm saying okay. Google what it, what, it, what it means for a person to be However, a However, vulgar slang yeah. is a. Is a Frank? Yeah, 
You're just being a just being a dink. Just a total in late donkey. Middle English from Middle Low German from Mubbe, not Nub <laughs> Bud. You know who doesn't have his knob? However, it says what does knob slang mean? And it means the the glands penis? What does glands penis mean? I I don't know. The sensitive bulbous structure at the end of the penis is also known as the head of the penis is also called a knob. (laughs) (laughs) There's been more penis talk on this show today than I ever have ever cared Uh, to admit. You know, I think just Google now knows the direction I'm going. (laughs) That's what it's showing me. They're like, oh, she wants a doorknob? No, this girl's looking at something else. <laughs> this girl's planning something. I We're can't wait to see what right Facebook stuff. ads show me now. <laughs> <laughs> Gone are the days of kids' clothes on sale. Oh, man. Yep. Uh... <sighs> what? What? <laughs> Google did just show me that there's registration for a free tree program in our neck of the woods. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yay. You know what doesn't need no trees? Stuyora. <laughs> oh, man. This episode, way off the rails. I apologize, everybody. <laughs> Depends what kind of tree it is. Oh, all right. You got anything else? A variety uh, of species will be available. Oh, really? Mm. Well, they have a spruce available. That's the question. I don't think we can put a spruce in our yard. Um, but then I don't want to be a part of this little <sighs> tree gathering. You wouldn't do it anyway. No, I would not. I, w- I find the trees walking in Lord of the Rings more interesting than, than going to some tree gathering. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone got wicked in trouble because he's overused his water usage. Okay. As have like the Kardashians and a bunch well, of other yeah. people because there's like a serious water shortage. Sure. But Sylvester Stallone... <laughs> Like, paid the fee and said, I'm sorry, but I have so many different unique species of trees that I have to take care of them. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. What are we doing? Yep. Like, come on, man. Yep. You, you know you know that there's a water shortage going on right now. Oh, no, but he's got lots of trees. All the trees. Are you Googling his trees now? I'm trying. But now he's too associated with Kardashian. <laughs> That's a person. And there's memes that say Rambo versus water cops. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Don't mess. Don't mess with Rambo and his trees collection. Dude, whoever wrote that headline needs a raise i don't care yeah and um he he overshot his water budget by 1.04 million liters and he attributed it to a thirsty collection of rare miniature trees (laughs) (laughs) yes yes got even better miniature trees Miniature trees. They're not even real fucking trees. Stallone. How do you have miniature trees? A collection. Like, like that's a. Th- I didn't even know miniature trees were. Th- aren't they called bushes? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I need to see his yard. Mm. He's got like a. You think he's got like a, a whole row of abavides? I don't just even call know. It a mini tree? I don't even know, but I'm hey, so yo, excited. Yo, I got to get some water on my mini trees. Oh, Sylvester. His landscape is like, I know they're abavitae. Just, just let them call it mini trees. Oh, I'm so excited about you this. You know, I just made fun of Sylvester so I shouldn't. He's actually a really smart, really talented guy. Uh, obviously. And, I, you know, you're making him sound dumb or what I, I did, but... <laughs> What the hell happened? A lot of things, Blake. A lot what of things. What happened with this show today? All right, Mav, we got to close this up before we lose all of our audience members for the rest of our lives. That's okay. <sighs> all right, what do you got? Anything else for this episode now that we're getting oh towards God. what? Also, I guess he, his wife just filed for divorce, like in the same time as his tree thing, and it's a dispute over his dog. She Wait, they're getting divorced over the dog? Of 25 years of marriage. And they're getting divorced over the dog. I don't know. 
I don't know. Now Google's showing me avocado trees that look like hot dogs. <laughs> okay, I gotta stop. Avocado trees shaped like small hot dogs. Stop it, Google. Stop with the penis. I want Sylvester Stallone miniature trees or dog causing a divorce. Oh. Dog divorce Stallone. <laughs> yes, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, he's denying the dog was the cause of the divorce, but other people think that it is. People think doing? that his dog. What are we doing? Mm. How is the dog? How is the dog the cause of the, of the divorce? Hold on, give me one second. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Is right. Why do people think it's the dog? Oh. Just could, could. Oh, news of the breakup came hours after the the um, Stallone covered a tattoo of his wife on his right bicep with a portrait of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> he turned the tattoo of her into a dog. <laughs> Mr. Stallone intended to... <laughs> To refresh the tattoo image of his wife, Jennifer. However, the results are unsatisfactory and unfortunately unfixable. As a result, he had to cover the original image with a tattoo of his dog from Rocky Butkus. <laughs> so it's not even the real fucking dog. It's a fucking movie dog. Other people are saying that she filed for divorce because he wants a dog. Oh, Oh. Oh, man. He wanted a Rottweiler to help protect their family, but she said no. Well, I want a German Shepherd. That doesn't mean we're going to get divorced. Oh, no. That must mean, dude. That means that they got some serious problems. And then after she filed, he got a dog. <laughs> so incredibly happy with my newly acquired four-legged friend, Dwight. Why does he call it a, new, a newly acquired four <laughs> Why can't you just say, I got a dog? It makes me happy. Dwight. I acquired a I, Who the hell talks like that? Then he put Dwight, definitely a true friend. Keep punching and keep barping, barking. <laughs> This is the same guy that has friggin' miniature trees, too, so I shouldn't be surprised. Oh, my God. Anyway, there you go. Wow. Getting divorced, a new dog, and you're getting in trouble for watering your miniature trees. And a dog tattoo. It's a big week for Sylvester. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know you did not bargain for this kind of conversation. You're welcome. But this is what you get. (gasps) Oh! That one's not even big. Oh my god, there's a giant spider it's, that just Oh my gosh, Blake, it's smaller than a dime. Th- it just crawled up. It's fine. On, into our studio Do desk. You want it to live or die? Die immediately. I mean, Go this, away. I actually have a different feeling. No, 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 no. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. See, now it's going to hide. Nope, you're <laughs> dead. You're dead. Oh. You're dead. No. Mary tried to save it and it tried to run away. What's it was that? running to me. It knew I would take it outside. <laughs> All right, we got to close this episode out. Okay. Right, you ready? Yes. I've been ready. Oh, man. I came in to buy some miniature trees. <gasps> I did buy a miniature tree this week. What? How did you buy a miniature tree? It's a jade tree. It's, mi- it's sober miniature. It's an indoor miniature tree. It's in my room. Why do we have miniature trees? Because they're helping me are on my long get, COVID journey. Are we going to get in trouble for water in the tree? Um, we live in the ocean state. We don't really have drought lights like that. Hey, but they're in California. I feel like they got the Pacific. That's bigger than the Atlantic. Mm, well, it's about how the water flows actually happen, and they haven't been having proper rain amount, and a lot of California is actually desert conditions due to the mountains in the area. Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right, let's close this bad boy out, shall we? You're welcome. All right, let's do it. <laughs>
So as you ponder what happened to Weutrid's Weutrid, and you hopefully don't Google it, but if you do... Don't Google it. You're going to find flowers. I'm telling you straight up now, don't do it. Some might be flowers, some may not. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening and tuning in. <laughs> Putting up with that <laughs> final 15 minutes of this conversation. They could have fast-forwarded. They could have just stopped. Absolutely, could have done it. But if you made it this far, and we made you laugh... And you're not yet a member of jointhenerdclan.com? I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how I'm going to water my jade tree. <laughs> we can't afford to. <laughs> <laughs> we can't pay the fine. Oh, my God. Well, we could not pay his fine, I'll tell you what. But thank you once again, because, of course, this podcast in particular, <clears throat> The Last Kingdom, is because our friends at jointhenerdclan.com voted for it. So we want to thank all of you for making this show possible. It's been a hoot and a holler and we're going to keep at it. It's actually not been a hoot and a holler. It's actually been super depressing. No, we just had, we had, we hooted and we hollered today. About other things to like get me over my grief. <laughs> Poor Sig Trigger, dude. That was a sad scene. As for scene. Sid Trigger, I swear to God, if they touch Finnan, I'm Finn coming. Finnan ain't going anywhere. Oh. He ain't going anywhere. No way. Yeah, that was one. They learned that, that mistake from Leah Fridge. Once Leah Frick was gone, they had to that bring him back end. as a ghost. Yeah, they had to bring him back as a ghost. Which, by the way, again, let's get weird. I'm all about it. Okay. I love getting weird. I know you do. But right. you know, they're not touching Finn. Better not. No, there's no. Not way. a single hair on his bonny head. All right. My name's Mary. <laughs> my name is Sylvester Stallone. Destiny is all. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.